Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 14, verses 15 through 24. If you've been following us, you notice we didn't publish any devotions last week. We were at the 101st Cedar Falls Bible Conference, and my intention was to get devotions published each day, but the schedule was chock full with all kinds of great stuff, including several interviews on our Conversations podcast, which will be published in the next couple days, with the likes of H. B. Charles and Carl Kirby, Matthew Stevens, Mike Hudson, and others. These might be names you don't recognize, but the interviews are great. So go over to the CC Podcast Conversations and don't miss those, along with the 40-plus interviews we already have stockpiled over there. So in the last few texts, Jesus has been speaking to people who were invited to a dinner at the house of a ruler of the Pharisees. Two devotions ago, he spoke to the people who were coming about how they shouldn't pick seats of honor, but should sit in the less honorable seats. Then in the previous text, he spoke to the ruler of the Pharisees, the man who had invited all of them, telling him not to just invite those who can repay him, his rich, well-connected friends, but to invite the poor, the crippled, and the lame who can't repay him. And all of this is after Jesus healed a man at the beginning of this three texts ago, which of course was uncomfortable because Jesus was doing doing something on the Sabbath that was not lawful in the eyes of the Pharisees. And of course, in doing so, he made a point that they need to stop being legalistic and self-righteous. So things might be kind of uncomfortable at this dinner. And at the beginning of today's text, it sounds like there might be a guy who's just trying to get over the discomfort, the awkwardness of what has happened so far, and just move on with the banquet, move on with the celebration. But Jesus has no aversion to discomfort or awkwardness if he needs to still make make a point, and so he's going to do that. Let's start in verse 15. When one of those who reclined at table with him heard these things, he said to him, Blessed is everyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. I think that might be the statement from a guy kind of like I said before. We've had this awkward tension as Jesus has broken a Sabbath ceremonial law. He's challenged the people who came to the banquet for having false motives. He's challenged the host of the banquet for also having false motives. And so this guy's kind of like, hey, let's put all that behind us, and blessed is everyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. But Jesus isn't done yet. Jesus said to him, verse 16, a man once gave a great banquet and invited many. And at the time for the banquet, he sent his servant to say to those who had been invited, come, for everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a field and I must go out and see it. Please have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I go to examine them. Please have me excused. And Another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So the servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house became angry and said to the servant, Go out quickly to the streets and lanes of the city and bring in the poor and crippled and blind and lame. And the servant said, Sir, what you commanded has been done, and there is still room. And the master said to the servant, Go out to the highways and the hedges and compel people to come in, that my house may be filled. For I tell you, none of those men who were invited shall take my banquet. 
So this banquet is a metaphor for a future messianic banquet. This is something that the people of God in Jesus' day would have looked forward to. They would have thought that this was only applicable, though, only available, only accessible for godly Jews. But as you know, if you've been following us on the Daily Dose, God's plan was never to just have the Jews be part of his kingdom. It wasn't just for the Israelites. Rather, the Israelites are used as God's vessel to bring the truth of who he is and to bring the Messiah to the earth so that by Christ's perfect life, his death, his resurrection, the righteous requirements of the law could be met and the penalty for sin could be paid for all those who put their faith and trust in him, whether they are Jewish or whether they are non-Jews. We can see this thread of God's heart for the nations that representatives from every tribe, tongue, and nation would eventually be part of God's kingdom. But at the time of Jesus' ministry on earth, and particularly in this text, the notion that outsiders like the unclean Gentiles would be welcomed into God's family could not have been conceived. It would have been thought of as anathema. In this text, Jesus is not only alluding again to the idea that Gentiles, outsiders, will be part of his kingdom, but in the process, many of the Jewish Israelites will be kept out of God's kingdom. Because when the invitation went out, those who were originally invited, those who were part of God's chosen people from the beginning will eventually have rejected God's Messiah, Jesus Christ. These excuses that they came up with, buying five yoke of oxen, getting married, purchasing a field, these are all metaphors for Israelites or Jews allowing themselves to be more preoccupied with the events of everyday life than they are with acknowledging Jesus as the Messiah, building their lives around him and following him as such. In some ways, this reminds me of people in the United States or in the West who have been churched, who have been raised in families that are godly, who have been exposed over and over and over to the gospel, but who ultimately ultimately still do not put their faith and trust in Christ. I think our churches are full of these people. I think among those who call themselves Christians and might consider themselves very religious, there is a high, high percentage of them who think Christianity is just jumping through religious hoops, showing up at church, writing checks to ministries, participating in participating in Christian rituals. Not unlike the Jewish people of Jesus' time, who thought they had checked the box, but had actually rejected his invitation. See, this invitation can only be received by faith in Jesus Christ alone. Have you received it? And at the same time that people who think they're part of God's kingdom for reasons that aren't valid, God is going out to the highways and the byways of the world, inviting and drawing people who some might think are the least likely to not only be invited, but to accept the invitation. At the end of the day, the banquet will be filled, but there might be some grave surprises regarding who's there and who's not. This is another one of those great texts for some personal reflection, and may God grant you and those you have influence with the grace, the wisdom, the faith to accept his invitation rather than reject it by busying oneself with religious things that bear no kingdom significance. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast.
podcast airing on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.